Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Alicia, did you know that you have hidden money? Ooh, tell me. I you, love hidden money. You have hidden money that you're not you're not reaping right now. Give me all the details. I need to know more. There's so many people that are not cashing in on this massive amount of money and closed transactions that they could be doing because they're not keeping up with their past clients. That's one of the most important things you can do. The easiest way to get a deal done and get clients trust yeah. is from a referral. It is. They already know and love you. They already have trust with you. Yet most realtors and most lenders will never take the time to actually reach out and stay connected with their past clients. I don't understand that. That is something that is one of the easiest things to do. It's a fun, usually it's a fun little text conversation. Yeah. You can start or a phone call, yeah. follow up asking about their house, what else is happening. Yeah. And we're in their lives in pivotal moments so often mm -hmm. that it's great to say, hey, so how was the wedding? How's mm -hmm. the new baby? Right. How's the divorce? Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's a good thing. Yes. <laughs> you know, I always try to make sure, you know, you you can call clients and and just to check in on them. But I do think that the the most valuable calls is make sure that when you're calling them that you're giving them something of value. I agree. My favorite thing to do when we were blowing up was give them a CMA, a market analysis of their yeah. home that they bought a couple of years ago and show them how much money that their home is currently worth. We'll see what's going to happen in the next few months if that's going to be, still be a fun conversation. But during um, that huge uptick... That was one of my favorite ways to contact them. You know, another really good one that you could steal from me that I've been working through my past clients right now is talking to them about making sure that they've put their property, all of their real estate into the name of a will or a trust. And it is shocking, shocking how many people have not done any sort of estate planning. I am absolutely going to steal that because yeah, it's something that do it. we were way behind on, Tyler and I. We just got it done yeah. with... Kids, just call them and be stuff. like, hey, you know, I mean, because we just had a transaction or a client recently, it was a past client and who lost a loved one and their loved one had all their family living in, in their house and it, the, the property was only in the name of the dad who had passed away. Oh. And here's his wife and several kids and he did not have a will set up to protect them. And guess what? The state was like, this property is in probate. And so they got kicked out of their house for oh. months. It's been five months that they've been not been able to live in their home. They've already lost their dad. And now they've lost their home because while the state, which the state's not in a big hurry no, about they, getting they that stuff sorted out. on their own time frame. On their own time frame. You have to have to have that mapped out. So we're calling our past database right now to just work through and say, hey, I just want to check and see if you've taken the time to put your real estate into the name of a will or trust. And that, then you wait. That is, so how are you doing that? Are you doing that via phone call, text, I email? Call. Okay. I call. I work my way through it. I just call two letters of the alphabet every single week. Um, it doesn't have to be me. I, I've learned that it, the call is just as effective if somebody else has the call. Um, it's a great opportunity to be able to refer a local estate attorney. 
Um, I've worked with a bunch of local estate attorneys, but one of the things that is, is a great thing to say is, you know, in fact, you might not know that whether or not you actually need a will or a trust. I was surprised to learn that my estate attorney wanted me to have a trust. I thought trusts were reserved for like billionaires, like people with like estates and like massive things. And I I just thought I just needed a, a will. And she had advised me that with the complexity of the things that we had going on, that we actually needed to trust. And it actually, um, having those things in place can you know, make sure that you're directing your assets to the places that you want them to go and the way you we want them to go. We ended up doing a trust as well. Yeah, and good to know. And our family has a trust. Again, not multimillionaires or multi-billionaires, uh-uh. um, but just the land we have up at the canyon. Yeah. It was smarter for us to have it in a trust. Yeah. And then what we actually did was give percentages to everybody every year so we won't have to pay right. as much in so you and I and- can talk about this all day long. Like, yes. like this is important information for our clients. Plus to make a connection with a great estate attorney that could potentially maybe refer you business back someday is, is a great thing. Plus you're making a positive connection and helping your clients. And you're actually helping them. Yeah. It's not, a, you're actually helping them and their family mm-hmm. to survive uh, something terrible that could happen. Yeah. So if you call two letters of the alphabet each week, you'll actually end up calling each client four times a year. And oh, that's so, so easy. You it's can so do easy. That. So you only have to come up with four things because you're going to say the same thing to every client, right? right. So you just you for Z, the, you the, the A to one. Z, that's the topic of conversation that you're going to talk about for that whole uh, section. And then, you know, you're going to start over again and you're going to call them and talk to them about something else. But the thing about it is, is that I've learned is that people are busy and they've been meaning to talk to you about real estate or they've been meaning to ask you a question about whatever it is they have going on with their house or another investment they want to do, but they haven't yet taken the time to call. And just having you on the phone is going to inspire more opportunities for business. It just will. Every time I call, like, oh, I've been meaning, I wouldn't say every time, but I would probably say 25% of the people I talk to, oh, I've been meaning to reach out to you. We're considering selling or my mom's considering selling or I have a friend who's buying and not really loving their agent or so forth. And we constantly, yeah, that top of mind awareness, making those calls really is huge. Well, they love that you, you have taken the time or like if I have somebody on my team call, they'll say, hey, Colleen wanted me to call and ask you to just make sure that you've put your property in the name of a will or trust. Have you taken the time to do that? No, I have not. Did you know that that could be really debilitating? You know, whatever. So, I mean, somebody else can do it, but I will tell you every single time that I make phone calls to my past clients, it is productive for me. What time of day do you call? Whenever I get there. (laughs) Just whenever? So you don't have like the... I do, I do have it time blocked um, from nine to 11 is when I, is, is when I do do it, but I have had busy weeks where I didn't get to it. And I've been just as successful calling somebody on a Saturday or Sunday. Same. So I haven't quite figured out the time I've looked up things online to see the best time of day to call and almost always says that early morning, nine to 11. Yeah. But I've called people four o'clock on a Friday and again, been just as as successful as well. Yeah. I think the most important part is just getting it done. Right. Whatever. I mean, sometimes my day breaks up and I have, you know, an hour here and a half an hour there. And I just, I just plug it in. I don't overthink it, but it is super, super important. The other thing is, you know, like, do you send out mailers? I send out mailers. Um, my biggest thing I do is the pies. Now I feel like everyone in the area is doing them. So I need to come up with something new. You do. Um, but the pumpkin pies at Thanksgiving, I got so many new listings and buyers from doing that. Let me rephrase that. 
I don't necessarily think you need a different. I need to add some other stuff. Fourth of July, there's some fun things. You are so good at that, reaching out to realtors. Mm-hmm. And there's it's nothing crazy, crazy fancy, but you'll give us a little care package of sparklers mm-hmm. and toys for the kids. Yep. And it's so fun to bring home and show our kids, look, look at what Colleen gave us. Well, and it's about the kids. And I think that that's, that's so often, we're often thinking like if we're looking to love on somebody, whether it's a client or, you know, a, a business partner, we're thinking about, I'll give Alicia some wine. Alicia would rather take home a bucket full of fun for her kids. 100 than a $9 bottle of wine. a $9 bottle of wine. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is good wine. <laughs> <laughs> so, but people worry about being annoying. That, that's always my fear too, but I have never got that feeling. Even when I'm doing straight cold calls to get listings, mm-hmm. I maybe have had two people ever actually annoyed. But if you start the conversation as a conversational thing and you're not trying to sell them right away mm-hmm. or shove something down their throat and you make it about them and not mm-hmm. about yourself, they love to talk. People love to talk about themselves. Yep. And we are so online and Instagram, Facebook, where we're not actually connecting. Even though it's not face-to-face, there's a human connection there and they really are drawn into it if you're in in the right headspace. Another thing I found is not to do it when I'm truly not feeling it. If I'm having a terrible day, well, I'm going to go back on that a little bit. Sometimes when I'm having a terrible day and I just pick up the phone, start making those, those cold calls, it changes my energy. Yep. Um, Makes you feel better. Yeah, it does. Because you're a people person. It does. And it gets yeah. my energy going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, people generally will, will, will fluff you up. I won't call, I won't call somebody who I know is crabby. One right. thing I will tell you though, is it, when you are making cold calls or they're not cold, those are warm calls. When you're making past database calls or calls to anybody, make sure that your email is shut down. Make sure that your cell phone and notifications are off because people can tell if you're not focused on them. Like I just was right there doing some text messages while you're talking well, to me. Well, I, I mean, it's just a <laughs> really good me. example. It's just a really I good totally example. I totally agree though. Because we think that we multitask really well. People can tell. They if, can tell on the phone. If you have that stutter of an uh uh-huh, uh-huh and it's fake, uh huh. I totally agree. You have <laughs> to be. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> you have to be in the moment doing it yep. and listen to them. Yeah. And, and if they start talking, let them talk. Yeah. And laugh. Yes. Smile when you're talking to them. Yes. Genuinely have a conversation with these people who are putting food on your table. Right. Care about them. Care about them and what they have going on. Look for opportunity for you to be able to help them or for you to be able to make a referral to somebody who can help them. Like if they're having problems with their plumbing, help them make a connection by connecting them with a a plumber. And when I talk to other realtors about it, they're afraid to call in case something bad happened to the house. They don't want to hear it. Oh, honey, you're naughty then. Like you need to help them. Like if you're scared of calling them because of something that you think might have like been badly reflected on you, then you need to be calling them. Exactly. You need to be calling them. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe that happened. What an opportunity. Yes. And give them some numbers, see how things are going now and so forth. Oh my gosh. That's so, that's so horrible. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Let me, let me help you. So what is it? Um, The the three things that you're supposed to say, you're going to be okay. It's not your fault. Here's how I can help. So simple, right? Like just three things. It's not, it's not rocket science. It's not, it's, it's going to be okay. It's not your fault. Here's how I can help. And just say those things. Like people just need to hear that. And sometimes saying the obvious is exactly what people want to hear. Yeah. Like saying, I've got your back or whatever it is. Yeah. Actually saying it out loud is I've good got to hear. You. I've got you. I've got a great plumber. Yeah, right. I got a great plumber. Don't worry. I'll make a couple calls. Make a couple calls. Right. Connect them. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine like 
like the value. And most people will never, ever cash in on that. So this is like a metric. So for every 100 people that you have in your database, you should be closing one transaction a month from your database. I completely agree with that. Yep. One thing I'm, I found at the very beginning before I was doing a good job of reaching out, I do a lot of text messages because I have a lot of millennials in my, um, but I do need to get on the phone more. You do. Um, but I would only get referrals quickly after a transaction. If I didn't get it maybe within two to three months, I would never get a referral from them. Hmm. But it's because I wasn't following through yeah. and staying top of mind awareness yeah. with them. So the more I do for them, the more I do reach out, the more that they will give me a referral two to three years later. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, so, you know, past database is part of the marketing system that you need to be doing to making sure that you're getting all the referrals you should be getting. But it's a really, it's an easy one. These people already love you. You know, what's funny that I always think of when I, um, when I'm calling past clients because my past database has gotten so big that I can't really remember if the, if the transaction went well or not. Like I can't remember. And so I've just gotten, I'm like, I guess they'll sometimes, tell me. Sometimes I guess happy. They'll tell me. Sometimes happy and stupid is a good way to play. I, Get yeah. on the phone happy. I'm like, I don't even know if this was this a good one. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then are these if people it, gonna hate me. But even if they do and they have something to say, hear them out. Oh my gosh, I so, so I can't. Yeah, that was awful. Whatever it was. Yeah. And, and if out they're truly was. nasty, just delete them. Just delete them. But like, yeah. Don't don't like don't like maybe they'll just, no. just delete them because it, they'll just suck your energy and you don't need to talk to people that aren't nice. I agree. So uh, okay, so do you, okay. So after after some other ideas that you could be calling your past database about, like you know, you're talking about the CMA. I love that. That right. that was really fun. Again, we'll see what happens in the next six months if that's still going to be a fun strategy. Yeah. To get hold of people. But how about like your taxes are due? Or Ooh. your tax bill is coming out, you know, if you did that, like, or your escrow statement is coming out, you know, your, um, your escrow no, analysis. That. that is so great. Yeah. Like, what or, are some of the other things that you've done to call? If you're calling them four times I'm, a year, you have to have some fun ideas. Yeah. I'm rolling through my uh, mind right now. Um, it, 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 I've done seasonal stuff. I've done seasonal stuff like, um, uh, you know, Hey, like, yeah, sprinklers, make sure that you're blowing out your sprinklers because winter's coming kind of thing. As long as you can get it. I mean, obviously it wouldn't make sense if you were calling them in January. Oh, right. right. Have right. you? <laughs> Cause you're screwed if you have Cause it. you're screwed. <laughs> um, no, like, so I just try to make it relevant. And if, if it's no longer relevant for whatever time that I'm calling, I'll just change it. I'll, I, I don't know. I just shoot from the hip. Right. I just shoot from the hip. What, what, what do people want to talk about right now? Um, what would be a value? Um, for them right now, like ice dams, that's a good one to talk about with people. Um, it, I mean, obviously the cash out refinance, the equity thing, that was a big one we talked about, making sure that people knew that they could access the equity in their home to finance, you know, a wedding or college or all the things that we oh, need. Don't take money out to finance a wedding. People do. Oh, man, that's just me. I have two daughters. <laughs> oh, well, you'll be smarter <laughs> than that. But some of these, I mean, some of these kids and their wedding needs. Oh, man. Good Lord. So like a lot of times people will think I haven't talked to these people in three years. How can I reach out to them now? Honest to God, people don't think about you nearly as much as you think about yourself. And they're just thrilled that you called. Yes. That was my biggest hurdle when I wasn't reaching out to them. It's like, well, it's already been six months and I'm just now reaching Doesn't out. Doesn't matter. No, so much has happened. They still remember you. And yeah. they're still, like you said, they're still excited to tell you whatever's happened in their lives. And we get pretty close with our clients. 
so there's always fun stuff to talk about. Here's my dirty secret. Let's hear it. I think, I haven't fully tested this. I think you probably could call somebody else's client and say, hey, this is Alicia. Hey, this is Alicia with Small Dog Realty. How's your house? It's so much fun working with you. It's so much fun working with you. How, how's the house? That is and so And just start funny. talking to them. I honestly think that- You're probably not wrong. I can't tell you how many times- I was trying to think of how I could say it. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've met people. I'm like, oh, well, who'd you work with last time? I'm like, oh, I don't remember their name. They don't remember. They don't remember. Because most realtors and most lenders do not have a system at all. Like your crappy system, like you could start, you could start marketing to people in an entire, like it, it, that, that you never did their real estate. And you could be like, hey, it's now, it's time to talk about your, your, the value of your home again. Yes. You know, it's, <laughs> Time to without revisit lying. that mortgage again. Yeah, without like just saying that. Yeah, no, the like, there's a way that you could say it. But I, people, it's because because most realtors and most lenders have no system at all. That it like your crappy system is way better than somebody That's else's so no funny. system. Okay, so but if you have a nasty client, you definitely need to. Just, I like that, and I'm getting so much better at that. I fired two clients now, and it's just so freeing. And mm-hmm. I think it is a privilege thing. We talked to Pollyanna Snyder about this. Yeah. Um, it's a, a place of privilege, I think, to be able to do that. I know at the beginning people are hungry, but I say even at the beginning, if they're just awful people to work with and they're taking up all your energy and you just don't feel like doing real estate anymore because of them, yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth it what you're taking away from your family, what you're taking away from your career. Delete them. I like it. Yeah. So two points to, okay, before we close. Make sure that you don't just call one spouse. You have to call both spouses yes. because they know different people. They yes. work in different places. They have different circles. And if you only call the husband and you didn't call Mama Sita, she's going to get pissy anyways and say that skanky realtor only ever calls my husband. Sorry, I always try to call the wife. Um, but <laughs> but I should be calling the husband as you well. You should be calling and the husband as well. And then maybe they'll say, oh, yeah, Alicia called today. Oh, yeah, she called me too. Oh, she called and me that's too. And that's probably going to be the most of yeah, the conversation. Yeah, she's so sweet. We do need to get the, our will figured out. And then, but you're right. They It's very rare that they probably work together or do the exact same thing. And even if they do work together, they have different friends. They have different friends. And and some people, somebody's the social butterfly and somebody is not. Yes. Somebody's the decision maker and somebody's not. So somebody's talking over the fence to a neighbor and somebody is not. You're so, doubling your workload, but it's worth it. Yeah. That is, take the time. Definitely call both people. I am doing. Yeah. That's call great both advice. people. I know it doubles the amount of calls, but it's going to double the amount of value as well. So, but... What's super important before you hang up with them, you must, 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 must ask for a referral. People do not know that your bucket is not filled. They don't think about it. They're thinking about themselves. I probably hear once a week, oh, um, do you remember me? I know I'm sure you're super busy, but maybe you could work with us. I No, maybe. that's how, right. It's like, <laughs> Twist no, my arm. anything. I will work with anybody that is- Do you have a pulse? Kind of, Good right, to go. exactly. <laughs> and I hate hearing that. Oh, I'm sure, sure you're super busy. Yeah. It's like, no, this is how I survive. This I no. want to be busy and so I need your phone calls. Yeah. So making sure that you're you have to follow up your conversation with a new way to say goodbye, which is before I let you go, can I ask you a favor? And you wait for them to respond, right? Can I count on you when the next time that you have a friend, family, or coworker that wants to buy, sell, or refinance for me, can I count on you to send them my direction? And then you yes. have to shut up and wait. Like, right? Yes. Like you have to shut up and wait because Number one, people don't want to be 
that don't want to be somebody that can't be counted on, right? You're actually, you, you can't be like, so, you know, I hope, you know, someday, you know, if you send somebody my way, you can't be the only one to talk. You have to wait for them to respond and acknowledge. And I always say to people too, is it's like, hey, anybody that's in your world, I want to have in my world. If they're a friend, family or coworker of yours, uh, they're definitely my kind of people too. Can I count on you to send them my direction when they're wanting to buy a house just like yours? Or, you know, you I'm sure you for the business. You have to. You can't expect it just to come to you. No. And everyone's going to figure out, I think having that little script that you just gave is perfect. Right. Start with that. You'll slowly make it your own right. as you do it more. But mm-hmm. just having that in, in your playbook is really, really important. And it's important that when you say it, you don't say it really fast. It's important that you slow it down and make it sound important because it is important. So you have to slow down, talk slower, breathe wait for responses on people because people need to know that it is important. Another thing to say is, hey, part of your job in our transaction is to make sure that you replace yourself because I'm going to miss you when you're gone. And I want to make sure that there's somebody that's just like you that's in my pipeline because I, in case you didn't know, my pipeline is only filled when my when my happy clients fill it for me. One thing I do, and I'm I'm sure most coaches would not tell you to do it this way, but I don't ask for the referral till the end of the transaction. Mm. And it's because I don't want them to think that I'm overloaded with too many people. For some reason, for me, it just works to ask at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so but I'd like to hear the people's opinions, how they do it during the transaction. I think that there's going to be opportunities that people are going to be bumping into people. It's like the you know reticular activating know, system, the like- RAS. Like when you're, when you're talking when you're, about the deal, yeah. and that's when they should be asking and telling yeah. other people about you. They're running into other people that are also buying want, or want to buy and just, you want to be on the tip of their tongue. Exactly. And then of course, and they're talking about buying and selling at that time yeah. because that's the most important thing to them. So I need to get better at asking. I just tell them right at the beginning. I just say, maybe at the beginning. hey, several times during this transaction, I'm going to reminding you that it's part of your job during this transaction to replace yourself. And I'm going to be asking who you know in your world that's going to want to be financing because in case you didn't know, the reticular activating system is now you're going to be bumping into all these people. You're going to be seeing like real estate is going to be circling you and there's going to be so much opportunity for you to refer somebody that I can also help because I would love to help anybody that's just like you and help another family into a home. Who else do you know that's going to want to buy, sell, or refinance in the next six to 12 months? I love it. You, know, you have to say it. And you we have to feel weird about it. But at the same time, if you like went and got, you know, got really great plastic surgery or something and you, you were really about happy about it and your, and your doctor said, hey, you know, if you know of anybody else that also wants to get something similar like this, would you, can I count on you to send them my direction? You'd be like, oh my God, yes. But it's also like anything you do. The more you do it, the less fraudulent you're going to feel doing it. It's yeah. going to feel natural. But it's not fraudulent. It's, it's not. not. It's not. No, it's just going to feel weird because we're, because we are humble. We, we feel like we get what we deserve. Not what, you know, like we just feel that way. And it's, it's something just like that we feel and it's, it's, it's so debilitating. Stop taking, stop feeling and just like do the right thing for your business. You have to ask for referrals. Yes. Thanks, Colleen. You're the best. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate. 